Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Sessions podcast. Friends, my name is Mark Kotrovsky. I'm here with Sergi Kotrovsky. We're Present. two brothers that own a coffee roasting company um, up here in Bellingham, Washington. Um, welcome to the to the podcast. We're over 100 episodes in, and uh, like we always do, pour some batch. Let's pour some batchy. We have something tasty brewed up here, um, and we'll share what we think about this coffee. Or this brew, if it's if oh. it's tasty or, or not. Or both, both, always okay. both. Yeah. Oh, the 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 aromas are nice. Actually, right off the right off the smells, I'm getting black tea, like Earl Grey. It's much different than the cupping. Not, uh, of course, not the same clarity that we had on the cupping. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just too hot. Not hotter. Yeah, dude. I think oh. it's too hot. Just, I think batch. What mm-hmm. I've noticed drinking our batch is that I don't know. Maybe this is a preference, but when it cools down, you start to get a little bit more complexity, a little bit more mm. nuance, and that maybe right. just because you can naturally pick up a bit more yeah. stuff when a beverage is cooler. Um, I just think it's overextracted, dude. I don't know. I do. Yeah, it's lost a lot of it. The acidity is not there. You're right. It's just not as vibrant as it was in the cupping. That's, that's kind of the lack. And it's a little muddled. And that's kind of maybe yeah, just a stereotypical batch of yeah, muddled. But yeah. No, you're right. It could go It could go a little coarser. Yeah, I shouldn't have gone 11.5. Hmm. You went 11.5? Oh, it's not bad. I, I thought you might have went like 11.3 or even more. <clears throat> No, probably but, eleven eight would have been nice. On the, but still, what's happening? Like on the front end, there's not much. But when you kind of swallow, the sweet yeah. comes. The sweet, the perceived sweetness comes through. The acidity comes through, yeah. and all of a sudden, you're getting um, more of like a. I don't know. It's like it's. I don't know. But on the very Is back it, end, I'm definitely picking up black tea. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I am can too. Pick that up on the nose too. Yeah, I, it's not as bergamot or like like you were talking about Earl Grey, like where that like bergamot. And for me, a lot of the times those flavors catch on the end of floral stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting that. Um, I'm also like trying very hard not to compare to the clarity of the black tea or very black tea, like English breakfast. Or Ceylon black tea, like very traditional black tea. Um, not picking that up, that kind of clarity on in this cup. And that's what's making it very difficult to like taste right now. Because I mm. feel like my mind's playing tricks. I'm like, I yeah. already know what this should taste like. This or that, you know what I mean? So, But dark fruit is there. Um, not picking up that grapefruit. What else did I get in a cupping? There's oh. maybe like a, like a, like a brighter... There's dark fruit, but then there's also like a brighter stone fruit of some kind. Not uh, exactly cherry either. Mm-mm. I don't know. Nectarine. I don't know. Not plum. No. Maybe slight orange. I don't know. That's don't fun. Know. What's That's on the What's bad. on the notes? Uh, uh, flavor notes got uh, nectarine. Yep. Yep. There you go. I forgot about that. Grapefruit. There. Mm-hmm. That's what I had in the cupping. Uh, green apple, black tea. I think on... My, I think in my cupping notes, I had gooseberry. And, mm-hmm. right? 
It was like this tart, tart grape. So similar to green apple, but I just didn't pick it up as green apple. Yeah. But nectarine, that's what I was tasting right now. Yeah. You know, if somebody served me this, I would be very pleased. I'll say that. And not only would I be very pleased, um, I also would never guess that this is this is a Rwandan coffee, mm-hmm. um, a washed Rwandan coffee. Um, and this comes to us from uh, Gardelli uh, out in uh, where they Europe somewhere somewhere. Uh, anyways, we've been we've been dying to get our hands on yes. some Gardelli, and uh, the time has finally come. We cupped it. I was just in Los Angeles. Went and visited Play Coffee, Dayglow Coffee. I mean, we can save this for another day, but the LA scene was very Nordic. <laughs> very Nordic. A lot of shops were serving April, uh, you know. Apollo. Apollo. Apollo Pollen's Gold. Yeah. Uh, Gardelli. Um uh, lots of lots of coffee collective as well. Okay. Which I was pumped about yeah. um, Tim Windlebow. I mean that heavy hitters. Yeah, heaters. Uh, say, Any uh, say. I didn't see actually. I actually was surprised. I didn't see that much say. Manhattan. I definitely saw Manhattan. Okay. Manhattan everywhere. Like, Sick. so yeah. it was it was phenomenal. It was just pure indulgence out there. So I picked up a bag of um, some of this Gardelli because we've been wanting to drink some and i also picked up a bag of apollon's gold and uh which is a very hyped roaster mm-hmm. out of japan japan yeah i'm not sure i see them on I the think, instagram but i have no idea i where think it's from. one of the asian the asian countries um yeah. so lots of fun stuff to drink to enjoy to learn from yeah. but uh solid 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 uh solid coffee yeah i'm not mad yeah i would say uh, Judging from your Instagram posts, I was quite surprised with LA's coffee scene mm-hmm. um, because I think before your trip, I didn't really know much what what was going on apart from go get him, go get him, yeah, 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 you know. But it looked cool. You also got to meet nicely, which was super cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was that was world class. Um, yeah. Got to meet the owner of Play as well, mm-hmm. which is. Haga cool um so yeah lots of it was, it was yeah. just overall great great experience how, how's the how's the weather was it toasty out there it was okay it was chill yeah it was nice nice comfortably warm with a little heat like 80s uh maybe mid to high 70s oh that's nice yeah so i guess with those temps when you're walking around the streets uh many folks drinking the iced coffee Oh, um, well, uh, yes, yes, iced oh. coffee for sure. <laughs> How'd you like that, that segue? That was, that I, was very, I that was very excellent. That was that clean. Up. I was yeah. not. I did not see that coming. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, and actually, um, the first day that I was there, I had that same day. Maybe like f- I was like five coffees deep, four, mm-hmm. four, four coffees deep, with limited food. Again, the worst thing that I could possibly yeah. do was not feeling good. Um, but actually, we we hit up a, a, another cafe down there. Uh, this was at in Venice Beach. I was hanging out with Josh, mm-hmm. and uh, we went and visited a cafe, and I ordered uh, an espresso tonic. Whoa! 
I know. I was like, and this is the thing. I don't usually <laughs> order fun drinks like that, but I was like, listen, my coffee tolerance is like, it's, it's expired. I'm literally feeling not good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I kind of want a coffee beverage. Um, and I'm weird in the sense of, I don't know, maybe other people resonate with this, but sometimes when you drink like a sweetened or like an interesting specialty drink, yeah, for some reason, like your body may not react. I don't yeah. know. There's got to be something on your tongue receptors yeah. that when your caffeine level is high, is already high, yeah. your body can sense like coffee in your mouth and is like, don't do this. <laughs> you know, brains, dude. Yeah. Brains are weird. And so... Um, and so I, so anyways, that being said, I just got like a fun drink, yeah. espresso tonic, um, iced. So got to enjoy that. It was, yeah. it was fun. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. iced coffees. Yes. Um, that's what we're going to dive into today. Um, espresso tonics are, I, I, th- I think when it comes to ice be- beverages, stuff like espresso tonics or seltzers. I mean, have you even done like a iced uh, sparkling Americano? Not a tonic? No. I mean, I see that happening on and off now too. I, I personally don't like it. But um, those are coming around. Iced lattes. I, th- I think you were one of the folks that was like, man, if I have to go to one of these bigger coffee companies that we shall not name, like I probably won't get a hot coffee. I'll probably get like an iced latte. Um, and there's many reasons for that too. So... This, I, I, I mean, I've done, this past month has been crazy. Um, lots of traveling, lots of yeah. planes. We just bought tickets literally oh, today yes. to Indonesia. So yeah. folks, it's happening in literally two weeks. Yep. This is crazy. Surreal. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like airport stuff, right. Airport coffee sometimes is not the best, you know? So either if it's like a decent roaster, like even if you find like some stump town, Mm-hmm. So more like a medium roast. I get it. You guys chill. Okay. Uh, you might find something decent. Like yeah. at least it's got like, like nice body. Yeah. If it's decently extracted, it's got decent sweetness. Yeah. But other than that, if you can't find it, I think actually an iced latte, add a little extra ice to make sure, you know, it's not super watered down, mm-hmm. but just something about an iced latte. I don't know if I'm the only one, but it just it just hits sometimes. Like especially when you want like a cold, just a refresher. When, when you want like a yeah, cold refresher. Yeah. Don't, I don't even consider this coffee. Listen, yeah. I'm just like I want a cold refresher. Oh, it happens to have like the flavor of coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it slaps. Listen, yeah. that's that's all I'm trying to say for sure. So, and I, I think even with that, it's um, and I had this other thought that just totally blanked about. Um, yes, I think the refreshing part is like super dope. And then just the nature and the flavor of coffee is comforting, especially for us, like working with coffee all for the time. Sure. Comforting. I, I had a, uh, I had a coffee slushy the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Hammerhead's new it's spot. Fun. Yeah. I didn't drink it for the coffee. I drink it for the beverage. Yeah. For the, and I yeah. think sometimes you have to parse the two differences. Like, well, what am I consuming this yes. for? Is this, um, like, am I consuming this as coffee for coffee? Because mm-hmm. like what we do is work in coffee and yes. we taste coffee sometimes differently. Or am I just consuming this as a beverage with the ingredient of coffee? Yes, for sure. I think that's what makes some of those specialty drinks enticing, you know, so, for to sure. a certain extent. Yeah. Um, you're not expecting to pick up all the flavor notes of the mm-hmm. coffee when it's thrown in out, you know, 
and a coffee mocktail or whatever or yeah. uh yeah some kind of beverage um yeah i was gonna say something but anyways it just flew out of my mind but i think also with that said it may not be super popular where we are because we live especially in the pacific northwest um but i see the common trend of like iced filters or ice pour overs yes in other spaces um in florida it was fairly popular mm-hmm. at social grounds we did we even had do you remember this little apparatus i think i made you one where it's like a cube it's made for chilling wine and we would make a pour over put it in this container and then the cube would flash cool it without diluting it it was these like hmm. tubes of ice so you'd make a iced or cold pour over without dilution. You could still top it off with ice yes. to keep it cool, but it would dilute way less. That's those went off at social grounds. Like yeah. I was crushing those on filter all the time. Yeah. And that's also because one temp, right? Then um, I know Justin, Justin Chow, mm-hmm. he mentioned it to us before that in Asia, when he was in Korea the other time, like iced filters were like also a big deal was yeah. common. Uh, Which makes sense. I mean... I think we've talked about this before, but like culture plays a big part. Yeah. And if you're living in a place that's extremely hot, like that's going to build, like we are humans who are going to adapt yeah. to the, our environment and that's fine. And I think this, is what I was going to say before is that I, I love, you know, whether that's a nice latte, something like interesting, that's kind of cold, refreshing. I love that for what it is, right. but I'm not drinking that to get the most nuanced, the most, you know, bean flavor yeah. <laughs> um, out of my cup. That's not why I'm drinking those things. And if I want the bean flavor, I'm just going to order a filter or espresso, little mm-hmm. cappuccino or something like that. And I think that's something that is important to highlight going into this conversation yeah. is that there is there are pros and cons to this, but it. I think also the fact that like we oftentimes look down on iced coffee a lot because of some of the cons that come with it, the drawbacks. I think there's stuff that we can do to make it a little better than what we think. Yeah. Or what's the classic assumption in specialty third wave is like the best way to experience or taste coffee is it has to be hot. And even though I favor that, I still think a ice pour over can slap. And if it's done right, if it's extracted properly, um, it it will taste really, really good. It will not taste the same as a hot coffee, yes. but it's not the same beverage. Right, so you, right. I don't think there's a sacrifice in quality by yeah. saying all of a sudden you went from hot to iced. Yes. You know, I think, you know, remembering uh, Yala narrative served me an iced coffee. I just tasted it. This yeah. was a while ago. Ice batch One, brew. Yeah. Yeah iced batch brew um that was like a manhattan one of diego's wild coffees mm-hmm. that was insane like you're drinking an iced beverage and you're like this is not supposed to taste this complex right but it was phenomenal yeah and so i think there's once again like you can have those experiences with iced coffees if it's done right and i also think that there's some wisdom or savviness in choosing which coffees to brew for ice if you want maximum uh yeah. if you want maximum potential pulled out of your iced coffee your choice of coffee matters yeah 100 percent. and then you mentioning ice batch brew is also very much different uh, than like a iced filter or iced pour over 
mm-hmm. um, because when we ju- we're just tasting a batch brew right now, yes. regular batch brew tastes different than a pour over. So you can expect the difference there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the things that I do like about ice batch brew is that it still has the nuances that carry over into a iced coffee beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not exactly what we would talk about as in a yeah. pour over. Right. Yeah. And then from a cafe standpoint, serving a iced coffee is absolutely like it it's genius because i feel like you have the best of both worlds you have you can still reveal the coffee properly the way it deserves to be revealed and then you can also make it in higher quantities and it's the middle ground between folks who usually resort to a iced beverage simply based on the fact that they're like, oh, I'm not sure if I can take hot coffee because hot coffee, for some reason, tends to be intimidating. Mm-hmm. But like an ice beverage with a little bit of cream is okay, and I can still consume mm-hmm. that. You know, so I think that's why it's this happy medium. It's in between because it's not as intimidating as an ice pour over, and then you can play around with still the flavors of the coffee in that. But then the other side. I don't know if you have any more comments on iced coffee because I'm going to go into the other side of iced beverages, and that's cold brew. That, to me, is also a whole nother ball game. Yes, and I think, I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Sergi is a cold brew master. I'm telling <laughs> you, I have no idea what he does, what kind of recipe concoctions he's made up, but I'll tell you, one of my favorite, like... I you saw when I tried that cold yeah, brew yeah. with the Ethiopian natural on cold brew where I was like this straight up tastes like it's like lots of fruit and it's a cold brew that's insane yeah. I was like I literally told you like if this is what you're making like make me a 5 gallon batch <laughs> I'll keep it in the fridge yeah. and honestly on my way out because I usually brew coffee at the office, but on my way out, just pour myself like a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little taster for the road. Yeah. Why, why not? And it actually tasted like, not like anything I've tasted before with cold brew, yeah. which it, and the biggest thing that intrigued me is that it had flavor. You could pick out the flavor notes, it had complexity, it had nuance. It was smooth. It was enjoyable, refreshing. Um, of course, once again, it's not the same as a filter coffee, right? but it, but man, you listening might be missing out on a lot of potential by just downgrading and not even thinking about that cold brew can even taste um, taste that great. So yeah, because I feel like cold brew has taken the back seat in specialty coffee, where we've kind of ignored it. We've kind of um, just stuck to the norm of saying, you know, cold brew coffees are usually darker in flavor, just big bodied yeah. and dull. Yeah. And we've just forgot about it. Yeah. And again, I'm like, I'm speaking in very broad terms. Like I'm not trying to be specific. Like you don't have to have cold brew. You don't have to serve cold brew. You don't have to just have iced coffee yes. or just ice pour overs. I think broadly speaking, I think those are three different beverages that have a place. Yes. So when it comes to cold brew, yeah, I've brewed a lot of it. I mean, yeah. we've gotten into the nitty gritty where we, created special water to make sure that we get more out of the coffee because mm-hmm. understanding how cold brew brews is so different than how, yes. you know, a flash brew or a batch drip, ice batch drip. Like there's, it's a different way of extraction. Mm-hmm. So you have to 
make changes in your yes. preparations and your brewing methods to get results, the ones that you're talking yeah. about, right? And because of the difficulty, I think you, if you really want to get the max out of it, and yes, once again, the potential is not as high as a filter coffee. Yeah. But to get the most maximum, you literally have to play every card in the game that you know of. Yeah. Whether that's using the right water, whether that's, you know, which I'll ask you shortly, like maybe it's changing up the process, the yep. pouring, the whatever it is. Maybe it's brewing it in different environments or, you know, choosing yep. coffee specifically for that. Mm -hmm. um, I remember like, man, I still remember the Ethiopia natural that we had from Teresa Yonka, um, the Ethiopia. It was like the flavor note on it was grappa, Gra yeah, which is the liqueur, the liquor. Um, yeah, it's like very alcoholic. Yeah. Um, and man, did that come through in the flavor? It was very, but once again, it was very light and airy and yeah, a much different cold brew experience. So you really have to kind of play every card in the game that you know yeah. of. Give us a little bit of a snippet. Like what, what would you say people should experience experiment with when considering, um, cold brew and maybe somebody's like, Hey, like, what can I do to potentially get a better experience? Yeah. This will be a shock. Grind size is not the most important thing when brewing cold brew. I'll just leave that there. On every other, I mean, there is, I'm going to say, there are parameters. You still don't want to use filter or you don't want to use espresso size, grind right. size to brew cold brew. Let's just give that. But it's not as nuanced as when we're talking about um, filter coffee mm -hmm. or even batch brew. It's w the effects are way less experimental yeah, or experienced in cold brew. Mm -hmm. So I, I want you to take that and kind of put it on the shelf and be like, okay, grind size is not the most important thing. So what are we playing with here? And I think because a lot of the times cold brew is brewed in much bigger batches, like we work with four minimum of four pounds of coffee mm -hmm. to even bigger batches. We're trying to figure out how to increase extraction by making the coffee the most sol soluble because it's not, you're not going to use agitation throughout the brewing process mm -hmm. to extract the coffee. It's going to sit there. It's going to be basically like a big old tea bag yeah. extracting. So what can you do in the prep to create um, more extraction by simply either stirring like you'll see me i'll pour mm -hmm. anywhere from uh eight liters at a time and then stir with a big spoon like i really want to stir it up mm -hmm. and then the biggest one in the very beginning is how do you prepare the brew is uh the the biggest part in the very beginning is how you prepare the coffee by blooming it mm -hmm. so i will bloom with specific temperature not hot. I'm not blooming the coffee with 212 degrees or right mm -hmm. off a boil. I literally found a margin where the coffee just has enough acidity and it still holds to the nature of what people expect for a cold brew, but you're able to create some saturation in the coffee so that when you pour cold water, it's still continually extracting. What's a ballpark sense. for people? Uh, I would start playing in the 150 degree temp. Give or take 15 degrees. Give or take. Yeah, beautiful. In that area. So that that's an easy starting point. And mm -hmm. then you, I kind of adjust that to flavor. 
Cool. Yeah. So once you nail all those things, once you nail like a routine of how much agitation you add, um, and then time is another thing. People say, you know, 12 hours to 24 hours. I found almost significantly no change in temper in flavor after 12 hours. It's just very diminishing return because you got to think of it also as a cupping. Mm -hmm. um, what happens is coffee just stops extracting at one point because your water and coffee have reached equilibrium. Mm -hmm. So you're not adding fresh solvent in there. So it's not going to extract technically more. Could there be some bitterness that comes out of that? Yeah, there still could. And that's where I would say, okay, so after you've done all that, then you can tweak grind size. You know, okay. we also, um, we brew for 12 hours. Yeah. We blew a, brew it for 12, which is considered on the lower end. Cause mm -hmm. what did y'all do at woods back in the day? Oh, I don't know. There was, I mean, we used a massive contraption. Right. That's yeah. I don't know. I think maybe 24. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was, so, it was, it was unreal. Yeah. So I, I think, um, yeah, with all of that said, I would say, change grind uh, like a just grind size probably last and then finally what you could mess around with is brewing temperature or like atmosphere temperature where mm -hmm. you're brewing the coffee mm -hmm. um there's a lot of debate around that most people say you know cold brew has to be brewed in the fridge yeah um i find that if you do brew it in the fridge you do lose a lot more nuance we tried that we mm -hmm. brewed in like 30 like 34 degrees or mm -hmm. something like that and the coffee just became really dull and we didn't like that mm -hmm. so we brew it in under 70 degrees yeah. um, and that's another reason why we don't brew over 24 hours is because we want to make sure that no bad bacteria builds up and bacteria will start building up after 18 hours mm -hmm. so we won't do that so we brew under and then if we need to refrigerate it we just refrigerate it instantly yeah. that's fair um as we um as we wrap this up uh what do you think what if you could drink one one ice beverage for the rest of your life you only have one option you only have one iced coffee beverage to drink for the rest of your life what would it be easy i made that beverage for makeworth was my last beverage i made there it was a coffee um palmer like a you know t arnold palmer mm -hmm. Um, with a, a syrup I made from canned peaches and I gave it the famous name of Bieber's peaches. Oh, it was yeah. one of my favorite creations of all time. Garnished with a little mint and a slice of peach floating. It was unreal. Like it had everything. It had acidity. It had sweetness. It had fruit. It had slight complexity to the flavor. Um, and to be honest, I had the most fun creating beverages with cold brew. Hmm. Um, I, it's not my best skill in uh, working in coffee is creating beverages. Like I have a lot of creativity, but sometimes it doesn't all work together. Like yeah. I try to make something with strawberry syrup and have failed yeah. every single time. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, but then like that one, that's my favorite one. And also is Bieber's peaches. Like, how can you not like that? That's like Dude. freaking insane. That was a genius name. Good marketing technique. I'm just giving myself a win here, like a pat on the back Dude. on everything. I would drink that all day over iced latte, over iced coffee, over anything, because that's how I like my iced beverages. That's fair. It's a beverage. 
Yeah. What I would do is I would take that and I would even can it. I would put that in a can. It would just be tasty. Yeah, canning is a whole is a whole other world. Um which to be honest, I haven't tried too many canned coffee beverages. The ones I have tried I wasn't very pleased with. Mm-hmm. I've yet to try Snoops. <laughs> yes. The Snoop Dogg can. Uh, I, I, that's high on my bucket list. I don't know where I can get my hands on it, yeah. but friends, if somebody has access to it, I'll <laughs> literally pay you to ship it to me, please. Um, that's what I should have done in LA because I know he, I know they distribute to some grocery stores out there. Oh, dang. Yeah, which missed, is totally a missed, missed, opportunity. missed opportunity. Yeah. That's unfortunate, but, um, I don't know if I got to choose one more, one ice beverage to drink for the rest of my life, probably go with like a very basic, like, you know, a small little 12 ounce ice latte with extra ice. Mm. So it's not as diluted, but it has some, some milk, um, or like a bonkers cold brew. Yeah. In a can. Uh, can. No, no, No. not a can. Not in a can. What about nitro fan? Oh man. Did you have nitro cold brew at Makeworth when we had it on? Maybe. Maybe so, sometimes I guess I have to be in the mood. That's, yeah. but that's also like another beverage that you're like, Oh dang, like this is like coffee, but mm-hmm. it, it's the, the flavor, exp- the experience is so Way different. different. Yeah. yeah. That's also like something I think wor- is worth like playing around. Like, yeah, it really changes like mouthfeel texture, yeah. even flavor. Like, yeah, it's, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just fun. But Man. I have way too many thoughts. I would definitely jump into that, but I think I think we're gonna cut it at that. I reckon. I reckon. Folks, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Coffee Roaster Warm Sessions podcast. Send this to an iced coffee fan. And down below in the comments, share with us what's your favorite iced drink. Do you even drink iced beverages? Do you hate them? I mean, share that, share that too. We're all, we're all open for discussion. Um, or maybe send this to somebody who thinks ice beverages can't taste good. Please tag us in your favorite ice beverage. Like I want to see photos of like, are you, are you a DeLong geek? What's that one beverage that went famous? No, uh, no, 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 we're no. Done. Okay, cool. that, that, that's cool. terrible. Don't tag yeah. us in that. I Please. don't want, no. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what's that fella's name? We saw him at hmm. SCA. Did I hang out with him? He makes coffee for his girlfriend. Oh, Ethan. Ethan, Ethan yes, my, yes, guy. my guy. Yeah, Ethan, yeah. yeah. That's Ethan and ice beverages. He's, Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, Yeah. Me. Yes, indeed. Alrighty, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And as we always say, reflect what's good.